Dad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ for all things comic book related. At Peppy the Frog 89 will confirm that I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that, of course, makes me your COO, the only real Ghostbuster that you can afford to make an appearance at your house. They call me Charlie. You will call me Mr. Charlie Rivera. Happy Comic Book Day to one and all. Happy Comic Book Day, my dear brother. Happy Comic Book Day to you. I will say this, Charlie, and I hate to say it in this public forum, He-Man has better rates. So if you can't acquire Charlie... <laughs> If there's some kind of conflict, you can get He-Man to show up. Page boy haircut and fuzzy underwear and everything. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to do stuff. Man, how are you doing on this, uh, the most up and down of multiverses that we live in? You know what? For all of the bad that life seems to really enjoy throwing our way, Oof. luckily, we've got some, some fellow geeks, nerds, and geniuses that throw us some good stuff. There has been good stuff all scattered around the landscape. I'm, I'm sure you've caught it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the main thing I caught is is when I'm feeling sad on these days that, that deserve to feel sad, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm not Joss Whedon. Everything's a-okay because I'm not an epic pile of shit. What Speaking... a walking ginger-colored dog duty. If your dog duty looks like Joss Whedon, Take your dog, take said dog to the vet immediately. Yeah. It's uh it's it's a necessity. What a what yeah. a buffoon. Uh but talking about things that weren't sullied by that jag off, have you peeped out Peacemaker on HBO Max? Charlie, oh my never have I been so excited to see John Cena. He said I couldn't do it, but I do it. By, and like by it's never, great. You mean like literally ever. Like it's this truly was the first time that I even could ooh, see John Cena. Um <laughs> and, but he, certainly, and he immediately took off his trousers. Oh yeah. And he yeah. was like, hey. He's like, you have been asking me to lose the jorts for literally years now. This is what you're gonna get. <laughs> Tidy, you think whitey action do you think i've been working out for 35 years six hours a day nine days a week to not be half butt naked on hbo you you goddamn mind to have a healthy adult romantic relationship for all this time if it was not to run around in my underpants and a shiny hood ornament helmet no you're wrong uh i peacemaker might go down in history. I think we're they they released three episodes. We have an well, episode three, coming up tomorrow. Three but what is it? Eight to total. Well, look, I'm gonna say this and say and it. We've acknowledged already. My um, let's just say that I have less than an affinity for admitting that I'm wrong. I know most people are gonna be shocked. Like, but John, but John at Peppy the Frog eighty nine said. <laughs> You're never wrong. And you know what? Typically, my man is my man is usually <laughs> right, but I'm a big enough man to admit it for the longest time. And I, I said as much coming out of the most recent foray 
to the to the bad guys taking the center stage that um i had never enjoyed john cena and was legitimately angry that he was part of this newest project uh suicide squad 2 electric boogaloo just kidding, we're going to call it the same exact fucking thing, except we're going to add or take away a the. I don't even remember which way they went. but <laughs> They added. Well, good for them. But it was the addition of John Cena, segue, that really, really, really stirred me in the grits. And <laughs> uh, I was not looking forward to it, and I loved him in the movie. I loved his character in the movie. And I will also further acknowledge the first little trailer that we got little bit of sneaking in like that the the bad jay just <laughs> popped up he's like yo just whip it out put it on her right now um i was like ah oh, see that trailer maybe they got away with a little you know as part of an ensemble but he you were right john just like always you were right he really does suck he's not his it's not gonna work on on a uh, you know taking the center stage on a show on a serial forget about that this trailer stinks on ice and kind of, I still think that the trailer stinks on ice. Trailer those, was bad! Those first three episodes dropped, which was the right way to do it. I hope everyone's paying attention. I I dug it, man. I dig it. I, I love where the show is going. I am all into it. The best opening sequence. The best opening credits for any TV show ever? Question mark? John, I refuse to skip it. Oh. I will not <laughs> skip. I watched those three episodes in a row at like 2 a.m. is when long, I started. And I was just like. How long until you start doing the dance with the opening Halfway through the first time I saw it. I dig it. I woke up my dog, Jameson, and I was like, you're learning this fucking dance, bro. I threw him up in my arm, caught him. It's the greatest. Did you um, also make him throw his paws around you and give uh, give you uh, an eagerly uh, no, a level hug? I did give garage? him a look. I did give him a look like, you son of a bitch. You've hugged me zero times. You just cry and try to jump up in my arms. Learn to hug me. Uh, What's amazing about, uh, what's what's really amazing about Peacemaker for me is this is clearly them saying, here are the toys we're willing to let you break. Some of the decisions made in these first three episodes of Peacemaker are like decisions that you're like, oh, this... If this didn't work, it has to be buried under concrete, which is, again, it's it's almost James Gunn's superpower. It you give James him a, you Absolutely. give him low that stake and characters. His brother, work. Yeah, you you give him low stake characters where he's allowed to do exactly what he wants with them, and you're going to net you, your results get better with the more freedom you give him this is very very clearly his sensibilities and based on the general consensus everyone agrees i've read nowhere even the people that this isn't the sort of project for them i've read no one saying like oh well it's not funny or it's not crazy they they how how could they justify it it may not match your sense of humor you might find it repugnant but it is glorious in its repugnancy. I, honestly, I find repugnant the fact that you still even waste your time with reviews. Truly, someone my, I just like being unhappy. Blaming. You know what? <laughs> All the therapist's office, we have a uh, She knows. She um, knows. Truly, truly, there's nothing coming 
off of Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, there's nothing that I that any fucking basement dwelling, uh, community college English 101 uh, uh, crit critic out there could have said that would have turned me off of watching the show. They put out three episodes. Dad gummit, I'm gonna give them those three episodes. They said, "Here's little tasters." Uh, menu John you know what the chef knows best as long as it wasn't walking around at some point as long as it didn't have parents I'm gonna eat it I don't care what they had to do to get it to taste the way that it tastes that the chef sends it out I'm gonna try it now that meal is gonna determine whether I ever come back to that restaurant now these three episodes these first three episodes of Peacemaker they're gonna have me being a regular but that's some bitch Gonna have my favorite table in the whole nine yards. I mean, it's very, it's starting to be almost noteworthy how bad DC is at making movies and how good they are at, at T. Cause again, even a show that I don't love by any stretch of the imagination that also tries to be gritty and clearly has a, a, a team behind it with very specific sensibilities. The joy of painting. But but the the titans the the people behind oh, titans that on. show is also it has its audience i mean but john titans is is yeah, better than that audience is definitely in bed by now their, their bedtime has passed because they have class in the morning those are those are, are little kid shows which obviously i'm not talking about teen titans i'm talking about titans Titans. anything blank titans is for children <laughs> well, what about um, just titans there's no blank and, and that's I, I realize that the joke of it all is that we're talking about comic book IPs, which are for fucking children. <laughs> I get that. I get it. But at I least once they were children at five dollars um, an issue. What child is a five spot to put down? Let me throw this your way, though. Yeah, um, because, again, I absolutely I think Peacemaker is like must see comic book entertainment at this point so far i mean they'd have to really stumble yeah and again it's always a a possibility but right now they they've even like alluded to the larger dc cinematic world where they were like mentioning other villains from from batman and their name name dropping left to right and it all Uh, it does is get me excited excuse me you want to talk about peacemaker the show being notable noteworthy groundbreaking it has established certain things as canon as uh dc eu fucking canon so clearly as you reference it's talking about characters from previous projects but is establishing really noteworthy characters as being factual excuse me batmite Batmite oh, so awesome. is official. I love the idea of like Ben Affleck's Batman because that's this universe has its cast. It's like this is the Justice League universe. Love it, hate it, or whatever. That's where all of this stems from. Is the idea ben of a f- technically, definitely their Batman. He made, he was their Batman. He was because he was in the uh, Suicide Squad. And the Suicide Squad is a sequel to Suicide Squad ah, that you know Ben what, Affleck though, was in. That, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I rarely am, I disagree with that statement. Well, Peppy the Frog '89 wouldn't. So you guys, we all it get out. it. You're Peppy the Frog '85. So, so 
You know what? I could be Peppy the Frog 85 because it's, um, actually, it's Peppy the Frog 89 that I was referencing. Ugh. So, if anyone's not watching, um, actually, my friend Carolyn. Don't, 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 oh. don't put okay. ads anyways, for better shows than sorry, ours. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, streaming right now on YouTube. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, that was the saying. Oh, so, so they, they often, and most recently, do refer to the Suicide Squad as a soft reboot. In the sure. same way that um, Superman Returns could have been a continuation of the fucking Chris Reeves Superman movies or the Smallville. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, ha, fuck mistake. you. Um, so, so, I don't know if it's... I, I'll put it this way. I'm um, actually, DC, John, it's DC close to goddamn enough. TC can can get away with anything at this point. They don't even need Flash to run through from right to left. Like, oh, we changed it. Like, yeah, honestly, well, they I'm, can get away with anything. I'm just so like again. It's just it, it, you know, curiouser and curiouser <laughs> the world that they're building. I I will say this though, when I was about halfway through the third issue, one thought popped up in my mind and third I couldn't shake it. Or an issue, a corresponding comic. Uh, the third issue, uh, the third episode, rather, uh, um, of, this, John, of this sucks. of this great series, um, I'm starting to get a little bit frustrated with DC not allowing. Like, why does it have to be? And it's awesome, but why is James Gunn still given only the toys that they're they're not afraid to break? Because they're doing another, they're doing another gritty Batman movie, which yeah. hopefully will be great. But the grittiest of Batman movies is still very living in a PG thirteen world, and clearly someone at Warner Brothers and someone at DC like really wants Batman to be a hard ass. It's just not a, a Peacemaker is not a tentpole character. So is there ever going to no. be? Anywhere in this multiverse, are they ever just going to allow someone like James Gunn to truly, truly run with maybe one of the big three? One second, I'm sorry, I gotta take this. Hello? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'll, you're right. I'll tell him right now. Uh, Charlie, that was your therapist, and I think, or I should say, we think that you're you're making certain assumptions predicated on your personal experiences. Why do you assume? That James Gunn stormed into the office. Look what I did. Look at my numbers. Look at the the butts I'm putting in the seats. Uh, give me a big tentpole project. And they said, No. Here, you can only take the fucking no, toys at the bottom of the bucket. Maybe I, I, don't... I will say this, Charlie. Maybe his personal affinity is for these dusty ass toys at the bottom. And I have a reason to say that, Charlie, because. You, as well as, also as well as trademark patent pending, like that game. We have clearly had multiple Absolutely. road trips where Absolutely. we've challenged each other to take the shittiest, goofiest, dumb, dumb, dusty project laying around collecting dust and footprints. That's the worst. Somebody's got a footprint on it. You know they don't give a shit on it. And I'm talking about people. Anyways, the, the game was fix it make this cool yeah like how how better to flex your geeky fucking muscle than to take something that was trashy trademark patent pending the sarge sergeant finesse 
and make it fucking dope as tits. Of Which, course, by the way, what, what? this show will show you plenty of. I can't say that for any other DC project. Titties <laughs> flopping galore. That's uh, that's at this point all I want is just like randomly there's gonna be titties in like a, a Batmite show. A um, female, uh, a female mullet and like '80s hairband uh, soundtrack. That's all I need. If you want to throw in an eagle that gives me hugs, it's over, bro. Like, you win. I'm tapping out. It's just three episodes of my brother's fantasies. Like, I wish I had helmets with powers. That would be goddamn awesome. Uh, no, I, I just, I couldn't shake this weird, I couldn't why, shake why this weird frustration. Talk, it's a nacho libre right there. I don't know. I haven't been sleeping well, man. I've been busy watching goddamn Peacemaker on a loop. I'm Peacemaker. My helmet gives me eagle powers. Oh my god, the eagle! <laughs> now I get it. I see where it the... all it all yeah, is no. all subconsciously the, up in the there. The threads are there, bro. I'm I'm with you now. I, I just it, it's it's just very interesting because like I saw the uh, the Batgirl costume. I'm not sure if oh, you saw awesome, that. Dude. That co- yeah, aka it's, it's, the it, best cosplay that I've seen today. Yeah, exactly right. It just seems like what the fuck? What does DC? have to like these big swings you know what i'll rephrase all of it i'm very grateful that dc is taking swings real goddamn swings they told clearly after suicide squad which again it wasn't i I, maybe i'm wrong but the suicide squad i know was big in like our nerd circle circles because like fucking starro was in it um and I really, really dig that film. And I'm on record. I don't dislike uh, Suicide Squad either. Uh, I don't think it's as good, but that's like weird. That's weird semantics. I love the idea of DC has this rich history. Like you mentioned, the excitement of hearing Batmite's name uttered. And they weren't like, well, Batmite's this kid who in Gotham, he went nuts because everyone in Gotham. No, they were like, he's a fucking... Interdimensional, like they. He's an interdimensional imp, and he's actually technically Batman's biggest fucking fan, and he knows everything about him, just like Mr. Mixelplex. That's the pronunciation that I'll be going with for today for the win. I just, I just cannot. It just, I, it just, it's amazing. It's a beautiful time because I feel like we're on the 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 precipice of a day and age where we can once again have a Superman movie that just fucking rules without thirty five asterisks. And I hope this Batman movie is exactly what it fucking wants to be, and it kicks tits because like it, love it, or somewhere in between, the Joker was the film the Joker wanted to be. The Batman is clearly the Batman movie that that creative team wants it to be. Am I disappointed that the Riddler looks fucking nothing like the Riddler? Yes. As far but, as you know, though, I just want, I, and this actually peels off that very, fucking very, raincoat. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes during this podcast show, whatever the hell, um, fucking drug haze, whatever's going on, um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, little nuggies fly by faster than the aforementioned fucking flash. You're like, oh no, the reality just changed. God damn it, I missed my chance. But I was going to say this, and we've spoken about the art of trailer making and how very often trailers do one of two things. Either give away so much of the movie that while enticing people, almost demanding that people go to see it, 
by the time they ultimately sit down and have paid their $172, they're like, fuck, I, already, I saw like a 30-second short version of this. Why am I, what am I doing? Why am I wasting my life? Or it fails to inflame the genitalia, and you're like, ah, I'll wait till it's fucking streaming. In which case, in both cases, the, either financially or creatively, they have failed. So trailer making is a real fucking art. I would argue, <clears throat> let the director fucking make their own trailers. Like that's that's what's gonna be in my ultimate contract that I'm gonna be all have you know signing all over town. We know. But that all being said, this current Batman project, I have a sneaking suspicion that they are being intentionally cagey. So the trailers that we've gotten, this could be Batman Seven, like a, a continuation of all the other gritty, gruff. <laughs> Batmans that we've gotten before. One more time, can I hear the Batman voice again? So, like his his fucking bat suit changes on a, a movie by movie basis anyway. Dark, yellow, nipples, Sonic. Like they they go through a process. However, wouldn't it be like the most, like the most Batman shit for them to give us a fucking trailer or a sequence of about forty two trailers because that's how many we've gotten so far. And then you're like, okay, yeah, this is Batman. I, I see every Batman movie. And then when you get there, it's just something. It's really more of like Joker 2, but yeah. starring Batman. So we have not seen what's under the coat for fucking Riddler. Like maybe Riddler, yeah. he's going to be like, you're, you're not wrong. Sparkling fucking question marks everywhere. And, <laughs> oh, I would uh, just jay off in that theater. Oh, my God. I wouldn't actually do it. I wouldn't actually do it. Just yeah, in I mean, case the way, lawyers are listening. We've we've established that I will not be seeing the movie in theaters with you, but I, I appreciate the heads up. Thank you. I, I again just the la my last real feelings on Peacemaker other than like ghost fucking uh, you need to watch it. Peacemaker. You need to need it's a it's a must watch and and I really do think yeah, watch it, that guys. where you I think I think we're in for some surprises. I have like this weird gut feeling that something very interesting is going to happen by the time I the mean, series fucking, is done. They're doing Secret Invasion already, so like yeah. they're really they're they're really breaking ground all over town. And but the soundtrack, guys, it's just watch it for the soundtrack. It is just, just rips. But I, I just want to I just want to say this, you know, b before we get too long in the tooth. I, one of the things I love and appreciate so much about The Suicide Squad and now Peacemaker is just how unashamed they are to be in a comic book universe. And what I mean by that is you do not need... It doesn't always have to be like self... It doesn't have to shit on itself to work. Peacemaker, in spite of all of the jokes is never making fun of the concepts in Peacemaker. Yeah. Batmite wasn't thrown in as like, what the fuck? Could you imagine? How dumb would that be? No, they're just like, this is a fucking character like, in the- Yeah, the what does he think is Spider-Ham? Yeah, it's, 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 the, there's something about it that is so refreshing in its 
lack of shame is the word I was is the statement yeah. I was gonna make. But it has no James Gunn did not produce something that he's like, well, this is only interesting for some people because I think that would be fucking him being dishonest to himself. And we all know that James Gunn is a truth teller as opposed diametrically to one George Lucas who is a fucking liar. Because we all know sale of all salesmen. We it. all know that Han shot Foist. Cheers. Cheers, baby. Salute. Uh Oh, it just hits different ah, on the weekday. So good. My dear, glorious brother. Oh, Charlie. Gotta say, well done on that segue. Thank Not you. Not a poor sign, ham fist to be had. <laughs> Cheers to you on that. Well done. Thank you, my friend. But but you tell me, what's going on this this wacky world that we're living in? What do you feel like talking about today? You know what's funny, Charlie, and... Uh, We've made mention of it before. We can sit here. Frankly, at this stage in the game, we could just have Marvel conversations daily. Forget about weekly. God, But yes. we don't because you know, <laughs> we're great. Uh, we could limit ourselves to just say the big two. But we are both publicly and uh, deep to our core against the two-party system so no <laughs> yes we're not just gonna in we're it, not just gonna sit here and talk about DC every Marvel. way <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh that's uh that's what we're getting at so there are uh, uh, a plethora of other publishers that our glorious lovely and talented audience should be if they're not already partaking in it's many peas right there boys and girls takes a talent takes a special type of talent to work <laughs> that many peas in a sentence mike mcdola is at it again charlie god uh, damn it hell boy more at like hell stage, yeah he's been around so long he should be hell man but look if we're still calling harry potter harry and not harold we're gonna give Hellboy a pass let him hang on to his youth he's already <laughs> lost his hair Hellboy is fucking at it again, Charlie. Have you read any of the Bones of Giants adaptation? Not yet. I I, I am very excited. What is it, three out of three out of the four issues three, are out three already. Three out of the four have dropped. So much like Peacemaker, segue. Um, you can you can jump in and have plenty, uh, plenty of uh, uh toilet uh, time accounted for. Um, unless you're me, in which case I have episode art to produce. Um, but Bones of Giants is a, a book, and this is literally an adaptation. It, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, the directional, like, you know, books to move, uh, comic books to movies, movies to novelizations. Like, this is a novel to a comic book. Like, you gotta fucking love that shit. But, uh, yeah, it's so the he's, best. He, he is, uh, he is elbow deep, uh, into the series. So it's, it's a four issue adaptation. Uh, again, three of the four. Um, and it's the elevator pitch for it would be Hellboy takes his tail and his big hand and trench coat and dives into Norse mythology. So fucking cool. So good. Like, this is literally one of those two great tastes that taste great together situations that 
automatically is not on the shelf together. Like, this is a peanut butter and fluff situation. Like, oh, shit, sounds super gross. Actually, t- uh, quite tasty. Not to Charlie, instant death. But to everybody else, delicious. <laughs> oh, um, what kills me just fills your tum Yeah, I'm, I like fun. most things, really. So, um, and, and, and again, you know, we, we talk about what we want to talk about prior. So, Charlie, it's going to be no secret. Uh, Charlie's a big Hellboy fan. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the, did the movies take you into the comics or was it the other way around? Uh, it was actually Savage Dragon had a crossover. I, I learned about Savage Dragon because of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then because of Savage Dragon, I learned about Hellboy. And then just so the as I was... beget the, the dragon, and the dragon beget the fucking demon spawn. Correct. But then when I, like, the moment I started being like, well, Hellboy is pretty cool, then that movie dropped. And I was like, yeah, I have two weeks where if I see the movie, I'm like, my favorite character ever is, insert recently seen film. You Uh, propose to Guillermo del Toro, because he can also do no fucking wrong. Exactly right, yeah. But the BPRD and Hellboy just took my imagination and and just rocketed me to a new world of possibilities. Not to be confused with the R.I.P.D., which is pure hot garbage. At, um, I actually read those comics because I thought I was reading BPRD stuff. What a chump! He and I actually it. really enjoy. Uh... Yeah. Stop it! Stop yourself now before I cut you off. So, um, again, you know, famously, Hellboy's had his Guillermo del Toro um, adventures. They did a very unnecessary reboot, uh, like some other projects that we will not mention for the sake of maintaining uh, <laughs> friendliness uh, of the show. But obviously involving several people, several performers that I love in everything else, but this very unnecessary Hellboy reboot that we got, uh, I regardless mean, of the fact. No offense to Jessica, but the love of my life starred in that movie. Yeah. And if Mila Jovovich can't Hopper. save your franchise. Oh, uh, I was going a different way for you. Um, I said love of my life, not love of my week. Fair enough. That's very fair enough. So, But you know what, though? Tell Jess, if she gets a show streaming on Netflix, the fucking hierarchy can change like that. Charlie, Charlie's uh, uh, affection is very, very cheap. But uh, in any case, I reading Hellboy comics made me feel as nerd cool as I could feel. It's like, it's the equivalent of, I, I like them, you know, I like their old <laughs> stuff, except like, I, I like their fucking new stuff also. Hellboy has never ceased to be on my, my favorite list. It's just a great character, often if not always written particularly well. And here you have a situation where you're inserting Hellboy, I don't want to give away the plot of the book because the book, the book is also outstanding. Um, but again, just imagine... Hellboy running around all these characters from the North Pantheon. Now, what's very interesting is this. I had this very conversation, or about 20 seconds of it, with a, a mutual friend of ours who is more of a fledgling comic book nerd. Not like a full 10th degree, multi-belt wearing geek like us. Uh, and I and I talked about it like as a crossover event, like you just mentioned, Savage Dragon, uh, um, fucking Hellboy, and some people are like, well, that's not really a crossover. I mean, there were, you know, th- those companies, Dark Horse and uh, uh, what you call it, um, uh, it, allude, it eludes me right now. Other other image, 
you know, standalone. Yeah, they're, they're technically they're crossovers, you know, because they don't share the whatever. But I refer to that crossover, and in his mind, he saw Marvel Thor. He um. saw Marvel Loki. He thought of Marvel Odin, who they really only kind of dusted off because obviously the movies have made such a big deal about him. Rightfully so. You give an eye up for your son, you got <laughs> to get something for your trouble, right? So that's where that conversation went. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's no, I, I get, I get your mistake, little boy. But uh, no, it's just the the Thor character. I mean, the real Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that exactly. Guy. The redheaded Thor, dum dum. Because Thor, <laughs> anyone, yeah. um, actually, the real Norse mythology Thor is a redhead. Read a book, okay? So, um, that's where that conversation went, and and truly, it was. Uh, Professor John just strolling up to the front of the class, elbow patches, tweed jacket, pipe with bubbles. Um, and I, and I, unrequested, by the way, this was like, this was, this was a fucking nerd information assault. This was, this was actually With you, it's always an assault. Well, you should have They call you Louis J.R. <laughs> Louis J.R. sounds like a disgusting sect act in its in it, by itself standalone so i don't want to see a, a artist depiction of that <laughs> next week so i jumped in and and we kind of talked about how look there are certain concepts that are untrademarkable you me anyone we can go out right now and write a thor loki uh odin story all of those familiar elements that we know of, fucking Hammer, Mjolnir, the whole nine yards. We can write that story, publish it, put it on the stands. Nobody will buy it because of saturation of that market. But regardless, um, you cannot trademark Thor. You can't do it to Loki. Like, it's just, it, it predates, it predates things like trademarks. I mean, you're talking about Norse mythology. It's like somebody saying, well, I trademarked Jesus. Um, but that also, that rule also applies to certain uh, published works that are over 100 years old. So that's why every Tom, Dick, and Harry can write a Tulu story or, you know, like there's, there's plenty of them out there. And every year they put out a list of new things that are entering into the public domain. A great many golden age superheroes are in that same category. Yep. One might ask, though, well, if I'm Marvel, Captain Marvel, Mr. Marvel, <laughs> whoever, um, I've put a lot of work and money into, like, there are certain aspects. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So while you or me, we can go out and write a Thor, Loki story, Marvel's literal depiction, which might be why they made him a blonde, I'm like, like a very muscle-bound Barbie doll, um so like his specific costume with the fucking you know giant orbs all over him and stuff like that loki with the yellow and gold green uh uh gold uh horny helmet you know that that visage um that type of stuff they can trademark that they can protect and they very much do uh so we we kind of went into that whole conversation which i found very fascinating and actually put him right to sleep drool out of his mouth the whole nine yards Adds um, up. 
But but yeah, Hellboy. Again, this adaptation is fucking outstanding thus far. Uh, certainly not Hellboy's first foray against you know uh, foreign pantheon. I mean, he's he's thrown down with Baby Yaga. He's fucking thrown down with uh, uh, Hydra like he was fucking Hercules. Hercules! Hercules is another one. Her, uh, Marvel's yes. like, hey, look, we've got a Hercules. Yeah, motherfucker, everybody got it. Uh, Kevin Sorbo has a Hercules, too. What's your point? We can do it bad also. He's a real dick. Um, <laughs> he sucks. So, so Hercules question, wasn't bad, though. Thanks for Xena. Yeah. Oh, Xena. Xena's everything. <laughs> oh, that homoerotic action really did it for old John. You want to talk about sock replacement? That was that wasn't on the show. That was, that was It wasn't just, just pre-show. Wink. If you guys had Wink. been in this pre-show conversation, boy, we would be laughing so much right now. <laughs> Anyways. So so to get Come back the to the sock. actual topic, um, <laughs> the great thing about this particular series is going to be like, oh, I know this shit. The, the really nice thing about it is that you, my gentle and beautiful wise reader you're seeing and charlie put it up on screen you're gonna see the actual accurate depiction of mjolnir the way that that fucking hammer is supposed to look it's not a big fucking block of government cheese like marvel <laughs> decided to do um it's like very it's like very specific shape square on the edges pointy roofs so like the rain uh goes right off fucking glyphs all over the goddamn thing uh i've not personally seen it depicted in this gold state but i like it i like it a lot well, so, Hellboy uh, wanted a little bit of that, a little bit of that iconography that they could be like ours. Don't make that bitch gold. That's, oh, yeah. He's like, that's ours he's exclusive. Hellboy. What's up? <laughs> so, um, in this particular case, it really ends up being more so. Slight spoiler alert. Thor, like, fucking takes over Hellboy's body. Because Hellboy, being the sweet little angel that he is from hell, is able to wield the hammer. So Thor's like, oh, that's great. Here's a little lightning for you. And I'm in you. <laughs> I'm in you. And he really, really fucking is. And just hilarity ensues. <laughs> um, so so I don't want it to be lost. Read this. It's Read this it, adaptation. It's only four I, I, issues. I'm very so excited. Um, but I do want to throw it to you, Charlie, because the professor does need to get a drink. Um, this, this type of action... Right, this like this like uh, um, this soft core crossover type stuff. Uh, it happens all over the place. But what it is, I think that we don't really realize it because there are so many characters. There's the, the Peter Pans of the world, yes. the Sherlock Holmeses of the world. Why do you think we have literally movies where two actors who are both portraying Sherlock Holmes share scenes together? Like, there's a reason for it, and it is the public goddamn domain. So I'm going to throw it to you, man. In that pool, that ever-growing, deepening pool, where, like, they don't let you in unless your bathing <laughs> suit is, you know, appropriate length, who's out there floating around that you would love to get your little mitts on? We're, we're just a couple years away from the one that I think oh, is going to this is, make this it's is a, it's a future soon. state. Um, and I think it's going to have the biggest impact on comic books really? possibly oh, ever. And that's Superman. Superman will be entering the public domain. And much like Thor, hey, what's interesting time, is it's going to be, what's that? You do have some time. You got some time. It's like two years. 
It's like it's like wildly soon, uh, and it's the no fly. I gotta go, man. It's leaps tall buildings in a single bound, Superman. But he's coming up, and then a few years after him is murder everybody. Purple glove Batman. Um, I'm just so curious to see how many jabrones like you and I, who won't have to write an analog, can straight up use Superman. I think that's gonna open the door because the last 20 years I feel like has been filled with people being like, Superman is so fucking great. I want the people who are like, Superman's the bee's knees. I want those guys to get their at bats with the with the man of steel. Um, I'm, know, I'm so, and, and I'm, I'm very actually, curious to see. I, I'm actually getting a little crusty about it now that you said it. Oh, you like already don't like it? I kind of don't like it. Now, now here's the thing, and, and this is my uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Uh, I, I would counter with forget the fact that you have to visually change the character enough that in a court of law or a judge in all likelihood like a Judge Judy motherfucker that's very angry for some reason and is in a rush to go where are you going Judge Judy you know how long the show is the f- did you double park you're not making enough why are you so angry you tiny little fidget anyway sorry about that um <laughs> You would have to change. You can see John's episode of Judge Judy oh, this Friday. It doesn't go well. Yeah, no, no. They they pre they pre tape that shit, and uh, that's why John has heat with the yeah, judge. Yeah, we got issues, but uh, you you do have to change certain things. And and the funny thing about it is, those rules are strikingly similar to the to the non public domain ones because we were just talking the other week about how many fucking Superman analogs are already out there. Yeah. Fucking in DC, there are multiple ones that they got because of a Judge Judy fucking uh, a lawsuit that they threw around. So, you know, a Superman for Superman for me is going to be like a real tricky one. Someone would have to really start fucking game planning it yesterday for yeah. even it to really make a dent. It was me. It was, is that I've, what you were yesterday? I have, yes. Son of a bitch. Also, my sequel will be gun-toting crazy Batman, who's like, I'm fucking Batman! Bang, bang! The other one the that movie, I think the, is... The, the movies are coming straight for you. Like, they, we were, we've been waiting for this, finally. A fresh voice. Yeah. Batman Just has fucking... more fucking people <laughs> on film than bad popcorn has. But not in purple gloves. You're welcome, America. You think Purple Gloves is just for the Joker. My other big one... Begrudging. Begrudging face. uh, My other big one that I think has been begging for a a fresh uh, coat of paint, The Shadow. I love the character of The Shadow. When that uh, almost inarguably terrible movie came out, it led me down this weird path where, like, I was able to get the old, like, radio serials, and I just fucking sat. Like, the OG, yeah. I kind of invented, oh, I reinvented nerd. podcasting. Oh, I no. thought, dude, I think the Shadow is such an interesting character. Like, oh, the sh- fucking the Shadow, shadow Whisper is the titties. Like, Here's get my... rid of the, I don't want the hook nose. That's dude, fucking stupid. Right, get out right of here, away, hook nose. You've lost my financial and emotional support. The fucking schnoz <laughs> is his... Like how 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 fucking conceited, John? Do you have to be to be like I am too good looking to get away? 
I am too good looking to get away with Charlie <laughs> spitting all over me like he just did. Uh, I can't possibly fight crime with this. Look, this is the moneymaker, man. I'm going to have to uggy myself up. And uh, I'll do it magically so it really works. Uh, well, <laughs> and then I'll throw a scarf over my face and it'll be fine. I do have to say this. Say whatever you will about the fucking 90-something Shadow movie starring Alec Baldwin. Um, those toys were fire. <laughs> and those instantly clearance. I had dope. 50 Shadow uh, uh, action figures Not thanks enough. to my brother. Um, no, but I, I think I think the Shadow... Um, Specifically, I think that's the one that there should be some people kind of uh, getting excited about you, it because I think it. that that yeah, character you, you, you see kind of like shadow esque uh, properties pop up. I mean, that mythos I, is great though, and it kind of always was. Well, it's compared it's, to someone like Batman who's evolved a lot. Superman's evolved. The shadow was almost finished. The shadow is a precursor to Batman. Batman owes a lot. To the shadow, especially granted, original Batman, guns and all, purple glove Charlie Batman. Yes, um, yes, and and, 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 and you know uh, they they acknowledge it. And when I say they, I'm not talking about the fucking thief Bob Kane, which is another conversation. I know we flirted with it before, but what a dick! Like honestly, if someone said, "Hey, did you know Bob Kane and Joss Whedon were connected?" Like they did a fucking family trip. Like, you know what? In my heart, I knew it. I knew it. They have a lot in common, apparently. Um, but knowing you, Charlie, and knowing that my topic of discussion was going to venture down this shady-ass path, who did you think that I was going to throw out there? Come on, well, you man. Know, I was, who do you know? I was excited. You know? uh, part of me thinks that you would go Steamboat Willie just to do a, like a reboot of Mickey Mouse. Um, Phil, Phil. <laughs> Oh no, he's he's upset with me. Um, just because I think like Steamboat Willie's Revenge would be dynamite. Just how great would that be? Just you know, you can't. Uh, oh, oh, I'll ask shit. you again, Charlie. Knowing the conversation, uh, where we were gonna go, public domain characters that you'd want to bite at because they were available. When somebody would say, hmm, hmm. I wonder who John might want to do. My brother is brandishing quite the sword, and he has made a Z in the sky. Yeah, Jesus. The man know. himself, Zorro. There are already multiple Zorro projects in the works. And Zorro seems to never. Zorro seems to <laughs> never. John's uh, pointing to some Zorro art in the background. <laughs> Go away. Thank you for the. Uh, for the, uh, the podcast-friendly well breakdown. Well <laughs> um, Zaro never really seems to go away for very long, at least in one iteration or another. And he's just Batman. Like all the Charlie, fucking Batman shit. He is also Mexican. So, <laughs> that's true. Come on, dude. So better. He's better Batman. Well, he's got, definitely speaks Spanish better. I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> Um, oh no, Zorro. John! Before we get corrected in the comment section, Batman speaks every fucking language because he's a computer. Get the fuck out of here, Bruce sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I got something for you to detect, Bruce. <laughs> so um, I, I would say this: characters like the Shadow, characters like Zorro, characters like um, John Carter is probably the singular best example. Characters like this that have been around for so long. You know, in this modern age of storytelling, 
And when I say modern age, I, I literally mean print, like cheap printing, where you didn't have to, to wait for monks to fucking finish up the page after two years. Um, characters like this, they have Chitulu. Fucking, yes. you know what I mean? Like, th- th- there are these uh, character concepts that have been around for so long and have influenced so many eventual creators that their elements get disseminated across multiple projects. So by the time something like, say, John Carter, who was obviously an, John Carter of Mars, John Carter uh, saves the princess, John Carter goes to the discotheque. Like, there's a thousand fucking John Carters out there. Uh, you know, uh, editions, short stories. Star Wars owes more to George, uh, to George Lucas, uh, owes more to John Carter than than it does really to. Prove me up. Uh, then then honestly, then it does to fucking George Lucas, and uh, yeah, you, you know, like uh, stepsister porn or, or something, something along those lines, because. They're, they're, they take, they've taken so many fucking elements, and it's not, truth be told, it's not just Star Wars because yeah, when when someone who is unfamiliar or uninitiated and nerd them properly could watch something like Dune or read something like Dune, unlikely, um, and be like, oh, Star Wars, no, motherfucker, other way around, reverse it, flip it, rub it down, oh no, <laughs> do me, baby, oh. Thought Charlie was going to jump in there, but apparently not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the longer these properties have been, the more people are going to yeah. borrow from them. And as they're, as these newer projects are culturally viable and take off on their own, um, like the source material ends up being, you know, forgotten. Dusty. Well, what's really... Printed what upon, what I... What I really love about it, then I'll kick it back to you to, to wrap up your segment. No. Um, what I love about it is the fear a lot of times with this is like, well, if we get 35 John Carters, they're going to be too many. It's going to suck. And dare I say, look at how awesome the last 15 years have been to Sherlock Holmes. We got an amazing couple of T. Te- we got a couple of amazing Sherlock TV series, and we got a great uh, movie series. And then, yeah, there was like the there was the stuff that didn't work, but that never weighs as much as the stuff that rips. No. So sometimes more is better because there's more likelihood one will match your sensibilities. But I'll I'll kick it back to you to wrap up. Uh, I'll say this: if you're like Charlie and you are perusing, handsome, handsome great beard. Um, if you're perusing that list of, of properties that are entering the public domain that you can actually put pencil to paper over, um, if you're going to emulate anybody, emulate somebody like Alan Moore, because Alan Moore played this fucking game, but he didn't do it. You know, he didn't one for one. it. He's like, I'm going to tell my favorite I'm going to tell my Tarzan story. I'm going to tell my Zorro story. No, what he did was he said, oh, this this is the, the bucket of free shit. Uh, let me just sort of read my, uh, my big paw in. And whatever the fuck I come up with, I'm making some new shit with fucking all of them. Because Alan Cornermain and Captain Nemo and, like, he didn't fucking stop. Yeah. He didn't stop. And what's very interesting is... Uh, this is probably a topic for another day, but I'm going to flirt with it just a tiny bit as my time expires. 
sometimes when you get an adaptation that stinks so bad, you're like, I can't, I cannot possibly prepare this and serve it to my guests. I'll be laughed out of the Upper West Side. Or the upper upper west side, which is where I currently am. We all um, sometimes <laughs> when 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 that's so bad, you end up forgetting what fucking uh, what what the, 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 what it's adapted from is Tits McGillicuddy. Yeah. And the League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comic book is literally come at me. Get in the comments. One of the best comic book series period period it is fucking storytelling in comic book four color uh at its finest and that movie stunk on ice yeah so much so that like it it literally killed the property fucking yeah. killed it so you know we do have to be careful there's a responsibility uncle ben would have told you if, if he was still with us um, we have that fucking responsibility to look for that good good out there, uh, if anything, so that it, it doesn't get lost to the annals of time. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, we, we're better than that. And there's yeah. all these projects, there's all this content uh, just, just waiting there for you. Just waiting. So fucking sharpen your pencils and get to it. God damn it. That's all I got. I love it. I love what, but again, you said it so beautifully. There's a ton of things there. There's so much stuff out there just waiting for you. Like our amazing sponsors this week that are bringing you chapter three, episode two of us comics cast. We'll start off with one of my absolute. I like like the first segue better, bro. I like the we'll bird. start with one of my absolute favorite bands of all time, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them across all social media platforms right now at Bad Mary Band. You can support them financially over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. I say it every week, but it's worth repeating. My absolute favorite thing about Bad Mary is you have access to their entire discography if you have any music streaming platform, be it Spotify, Apple Music, whatever it is, Bad Mary. If you pull them up, you have their entire discography, including their brand new 2021 covers that are absolute fire. Stick around to the end of this episode to hear yet another Bad Mary tune. Bad Mary, like John said at the very beginning, they're just too sweet. Follow them today. Buy merch. Buy stuff. John, who else is sponsoring this week's episode? Shit. This week, like always, Sergeant Finesse gaming you can find him on both twitch and facebook multiple streams every day outstanding gaming content supporter games co-streams giveaways contest do not be a suck uh check him out today throw him a like a follow a share shit if you're doing that for him do it for us would you if you need to pick me up though do what the rabbit do go down the hole and check out sneakenergy.com so, so good. Uh, if you're looking for some fresh new merch, Tasty Burger, go over to geeksunleashed.com. Use code SARGE at checkout there when the Sarge is on deck. Uh, yes, salute GG's Sarge. But Charlie, I do have a feeling, before we segue into this next topic, that um, your segues notwithstanding... 
the people, and God knows I am a man of the people, a little bit slightly better than above, like a little bit above. Like, yeah, like the same, but like good. But like just so I could see over, you know, over the masses, like like a quarterback. Like you're not looking down on them. You're just no, looking across but I'm them. just I'm definitely not looking up, right? Yeah, no. So, um, but the people have spoken. And the people said, look, we know what Charlie thinks about all this geeky shit in the world. Charlie, know, uh, we know what Charlie thinks about beard horticulture. But there are certain things about Charlie we don't know. Now, naturally, I'm kidding. We know more about Charlie than we ever <laughs> really wanted to. But uh, I am toying with a little intro segment. We're planning on having multiple guests this chapter uh even more than the last two chapters combined uh and i would like to do like our uh our dearly departed james lipton did founder uh founder of the actors studio and if you're a channel 21 watching nerd like me this little tune might be somewhat familiar ah uh, yes just like James Lipton did, I would really like to ask Charlie several questions. Uh, now, James Lipton, he would do 10 questions, but I think we're going to do a little spring training with Charlie, and we're just going to do five uh, to give us an idea of what we can expect when we do have guests joining us. Uh, but Charlie, truly, I don't know what your answers to these might be. So, folks, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us, even the professor. I hope you enjoy it. Charlie. Yes. They were once kings of the earth. And even to this day, it is debatable what brought an end to these mighty, mighty thunder lizards. I think that the boys and girls assembled before us would also like to know Charlie Rivera. What's your favorite dinosaur? Oof, that's a that's a good one. Uh, despite its popularity, I'm not gonna go raptor. Uh, I always thought the Triceratops looked so friggin' cool. It just it's 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 stocky. It looks chubby. It it likes a good plain salad, and it'll just gore you if it gotta. I'm going Triceratops. Mm. I find it interesting that you left out horny as hell, <laughs> which might just be. The reason Charlie <laughs> went down that path. Interesting. Charlie. Yes. You are a self-affirmed and well-known <laughs> comic book nerd. Of which there are many subdivisions and genres. But if push came to shove, Charlie, I have to ask you, what is your favorite fandom? <laughs> my favorite fan that's a great that's a great one my favorite fandom you know despite it's sometimes really really crazy toxicity and how frustrating it can be i i have to go ghostbusters the ghostbusters fandom has has been the most rewarding to me as a as a human um again some Ghostbuster fans can kick rocks. I I loathe some of them, but uh, as as far as my my love for a singular thing, uh, my Ghostbusters love trumps it all. Mm, I love it. Charlie says, 
it's his Ghostbusters fandom, but I think we all hearing, truly, it's his affinity for the onesie that wins the day. It's true. Charlie, you have had many excursions, all nerdified and gussied up outside of the protective walls of your home. You've seen a lot of things. I think we all want to know, Charlie, what is the best singular cosplay you have ever seen? That's incredible. These are great questions, and I'm shocked you pulled them up. Um, I, I, I've seen, uh, of all the cosplays, I, at New York Comic Con, I want to say 2017, I saw a Hulkbuster costume uh, in the style of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that exploded my brain. Uh, had speakers playing the like, and what was really interesting was at one point I, I saw this poor, sweaty mess of a human taking a break, and underneath, like they removed the back panel and they removed the front, and it's just like him sitting in what looks like a cockpit straight out of. Uh, uh, the third Matrix film because he has like all these levers and pulleys but he is dripping wet with sweat and all I could think of was like what size prize would I need to willingly do that for more than 20 minutes and it, you know I think the prize that year was like five grand and I was like oh five grand five grand was the answer um, but it was it was absolutely incredible you saw so little of the magic being made like so many panels covered what he was doing because his arms like he was stuck at the armpits of hulkbuster <laughs> and just kind of swinging them but you you didn't see his hands or anything you saw a little bit of forearm you saw the back of one of his legs but it, it was incredible incredible cosmo new york comic-con uh, i've seen i've seen some tremendous ones special shout out for every anime character i don't know but is half butt naked those are Look, great those, cosplays. Those guys go to the gym for a reason, Charlie. And it's <laughs> it's New York Comic Con. Yeah, um, I, I do have <laughs> to say this. Charlie has uh, very publicly at this point, and I, I uh, salute his honesty, his being open with precisely how much of not just his personality, but actually his possessions that he just blatantly stole from his older brother, namely me. Um, so I was going to ask what your, what the first comic book you remember reading was. Then I realized, fucking moron, it was going to be one of yours. So I'll adjust the question and ask you, Charlie, you're an avid comic book reader, as your pull list would have us all know. What is the first comic book that you remember purchasing? The first comic I distinctly remember purchasing, and it was it was well after after it had come out. I was like a few weeks late, Fucking so it back wasn't issue it, stud. It, look at you. It, <laughs> um, and it's a wildly worthless comic that I still have, <laughs> uh, but it was it was the return of Superman, the white 
poly bag. Oh shit! Uh, with a little like you you peeled off the plastic gotcha. and went from like Superman in heaven. You peel it off and he's just like in the clouds, which I'm like that's still fucking pretty heavenish uh, cover. Uh, but no, it wasn't because of the media. It wasn't because I thought it was going to be worth money. Um, it, it was just because I distinctly remember our cousin Elliot, who I love dearly. Uh, just had a very successful surgery. Um, he tormented me with the fact that Superman was dead forever. <laughs> you and you and Elliot were gleeful because mom showed me in the paper, and dad and mom were like, "It's fine. No one in comics stays dead." And you and Elliot were like, "No, he's gonna. He's dead forever." And I remember crying and crying like a little idiot. So when he came back, I distinctly remember buying that book like out of spite. I'm like, "I'll fucking show all of you." The pages My in money which he's alive. is going to bring him back. And you know what? As the comic book industry would have you know, Charlie was right. Money it's is true. the greatest superpower. That that comic, that comic book store is gone. It's now a, it was a pizza place it was a for a long time. It was a paintball shop, right? Yeah, now now it's now it's I, I, I think it got torn down. I think it's no, like that. Really? That I, yeah, I think that those literal buildings are gone oh, and there's a, a more open uh it's a pizza shop again. But it's a terrible one. A different pizza shop. Well, yeah. There's no such thing as truly bad pizza, so we'll we'll have to live with it. Uh, it's an interesting segue for once um, that Charlie actually has because uh, he mentioned Superman in Heaven, and much like dearly, dearly loved and departed James Lipton. Uh, my final question for you is going to be quite heavenly, as it were. Charlie, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear Stan Lee say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I read your comic and I loved it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Inside the U.S comics studio thank you for joining us we'll see you next week no just kidding that was just a little mini segment um actually charlie i got emotional at that say. last question i know charlie is such a sucker man he is a sensitive sally boy Woo! that's no fake and a melt all over the goddamn place i i quite i quite literally like i, I was emotionally could like uh, uh, I, I was uh, emotionally backed up for like <laughs> seven years and then I started therapy and I haven't stopped crying at everything. Oh my God. They're like, we put on a, we put on a little extra cheese on your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Just the goddamn worst. Cheese. Just the goddamn worst. You know, um, Listen, I, I think that we have a, a much more. Oh, I love it. Insight into Charlie, the man, not just charlie the angry nerd <laughs> i thought you're gonna say angry boy i'll take nerd over that um speaking of anger <laughs> i finally sat down to watch the eternals john you didn't see eternals in theaters right i did not i did what not i like charlie said you know what i'm gonna wait <laughs> 
I uh, the the ten cent version, and I'll I'll elaborate a little bit. Yeah. But I didn't see Eternals because of how bad the trailer was. Like if the Peacemaker TV really? series, oh if the God. Peacemaker These are unintentional segues happening all over. Yeah, the place. man. Like you were talking about Peacemaker before that very very weak trailer. I didn't um, like the trailer at all. I I, really I saw that trailer, and if it was a Peacemaker movie. I probably would have been like, I got to hear like amazing word of mouth. And with Eternals, I From heard John good... Cena himself. He, exactly. I heard pretty good buzz around Eternals. Um, Before I avoided or after it opened. <laughs> Both. Um, but well, here's the thing with movies I haven't seen, I don't read reviews, I don't check out Rotten Tomatoes. So it's only like what comes at me. And what Charlie, kind of came you at are me in a, a mystery wrapped in an enigma? Yeah, forget about boy. like fucking not seeing the Riddler's costume. Just look at what Charlie's wearing. Charlie is the actual Riddler <laughs> of U.S. comics. Can't I, uh, I, you know, because again, in scrolling on YouTube, there's I will see reviews from people I trust, and I'll see reviews from people I watch because I don't trust them. Reviews and I want to make sure blurbs. that they're. Well, I won't watch the review, but I'll see like the title card. So like uh, the Angry Joe show, you can imagine he doesn't like most things. Um, but I'll see mean? the like I'll I'll see the title card, and YouTube actually does this weird thing that I loathe, which is like if you don't on TV if you don't move past the video, it plays like a random five seconds. Mm. So it's just like fucking eternal. I'm like, all right, next, please. I don't want to know your opinion. So there was nothing At least about lets you turn that shit off. Yeah. Like, first of all, Netflix, you are way too loud. Stop insisting oh. that I watch this and shut the fuck up. I just fell asleep. Just both of those things. Uh, but the the trailer for Eternals, the team of the Eternals doesn't really move my needle in the comics. Um, but they're amazing cast. What's that? Yeah. I mean, they're literally every. You want to talk about like fucking analog characters? Like yeah. Uh, but um in in the the lead up of eternals the pandemic was uh was swinging so i was like you know what i'll wait i'll rent it and then what happened was i always found something else to watch so it wasn't until i, I they were like it's on disney plus and i was like i haven't i fucking saw spider-man like maybe i could have enjoyed spider-man more even more than i did if that maybe there's something in eternals or maybe it'll tie into doctor strange and i started getting like nervous about the fact that like i hadn't seen a marvel movie because they are generally speaking very interconnected so i finally had like no fucking excuse it's free uh jess and i didn't have anything to do she was willing yeah. to watch it with it me it didn't go too long it's not like you didn't drag your feet or anything i mean i get i mean normally i i don't let most comic movies leave theaters without me seeing them even if I don't go to the theater, I'll like the minute that it becomes oh, no, video no. on I, demand. I mean, it, it wasn't available on Disney Plus very long before you're like, oh shit, okay, Eternals. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of hit the minute I didn't have to pay for it. Uh, I was like, hey, I'm gonna watch you, um, and I, I, you, so that's that's why I didn't see it. I, before I get into the actual movie itself, why why did you wait so long? What kept you away? Um. It's a good question, and, and it's not even a James Lipton question. Um, <laughs> so, so just like a quick a quick backstory. First and foremost, we typically will do like an official fucking you know 
uh, Emperor uh, Commodus situation, thumbs up, thumbs down. But this movie's been around for a minute. Like uh, opinions yeah. have been set. Certainly, nothing we say is gonna sway anybody uh, uh, one way or another. But just real quickly, Charlie, did you like it or did you did you did you uh, like love or meh? Uh, I I meh. Okay. Okay. I like. I um, actively dislike it. You actively dislike it. Okay, that's strong. I, I didn't. Even and I'll get in. That up to, I'll I'll get into why, but like no I had very strong feelings. Okay. Well, so so the the comic book Eternals, um, which I also don't give a fuck about. Well, Jack Kirby is a fucking Mount Rushmore, comic book creator. Absolutely. You know. Uh. You know. Whatever. Like honestly, you can. Uh, I I put the writers and artists in the same category, especially in those in that in that particular era. Um, so Jack Kirby left Marvel, uh, to work for DC. Uh, and when he got there, he's like, I've got this great fucking thing. Um, you know, you're not going to be familiar, but your kids will love it. Uh, it's called, um, fucking, uh, uh, the fucking, uh, God, I, my joke's going to be ruined because I can't remember the name of it. Um, the, the fucking alien astronaut show, basically. He wrote that shit way before the fucking, uh, before, before, um, God, this is just going nowhere Fantastic fast. Four? What's, what's happening? <laughs> oh, what is wrong with me? The guy with the big hair, aliens meme, God damn it. Uh, on the History Channel, the fucking a- ancient aliens, son of a bitch. So let's go ahead and edit that all right out as if this was We're not live, being, pal. We're uh, live. Cool, cool, great, great, great. <laughs> so anyways, uh, rewind. Uh, so yeah, so I, I just came up with this thing. Uh, you're not going to get it, but your kids will like it. It's called Ancient Aliens. And uh, no, just kidding. Jack Kirby r- pre-wrote Ancient Aliens for the History Channel, but he called it the New Gods. And, uh, you know, he showed up to work at D.C. for a couple of, a couple of uh, months. And then he said, hey, you know what? I have got a very specific ending. Like, Jack Kirby was, uh, he, he, he was a, a man well before his time. He was, like, way ahead of the curve. In comics at that point, like, no, if we print something, we're going to run it to the fucking wheels come off till the kids' pockets are empty of their little cents and nickels. And Jack Kirby came up with this concept that had... A hard ending of the end, which are like the two dirtiest words in all of comic book dumb, even now. Yeah, so, the reset is important. Oh my god. So so they were like, nah, we're we're good on that, son. So he said, Well, fuck you guys then. And he went back to fucking Marvel. And Marvel's like, Hey, welcome back, Jack. We're so glad you're here. What do you got for us? He said, Oh, I've got this dope thing called a new guys. I mean, uh The Eternals. And he in essence put out for the two bigs literally identical products with just fucking different names and uh that's where we got eternals now having all that fucking geeky book report bullshit in my brain i'm like fuck the eternals really that's i was like nah what are they 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 don't really have anything new for me that was my attitude but also as well as the cast was outstanding and i knew from the chatter that it was going to lead someplace where that that I did find interesting, naming uh, namingly Black Knight. I'm a big fucking fan of the Black Knight mantle uh, in in Marvel comics, but I did like Charlie did, and literally the moment that I was aware of it being available on Disney, I was like, oh okay, cool, and I and I plugged, I I, I hit play, and uh, Charlie, I really liked it. 
Interesting. I really like the movie, and I'll just give interesting. You a quick, the quick, oh, I'm glad. The quick, quick answer as to my like my reason why. Never mind the action of it. Never mind the pacing of it. Never mind the visuals. All of which I would classify as good to very good. Um, it was truly the closest to its inception conceptually because Eternals and this is why I think it got from my ear Marvel heads were not about Eternals they shit it all over to the point where uh, and her name escapes me in the moment um, the director had like all these they had all these big plans for her she's a fucking uh, uh, a heralded director they're yeah, like oh you're gonna do this director. you're gonna do that Eternals fucking somewhat disappointed for as far as they were concerned they're like nah Naya doing shit there's the door. Um, but the fact is, Eternals has a hard stop. Yeah, sure, there are tiny little tendrils that roll on. But Eternals 2, even if this had been Spider-Man No Way Home money, at least I think so, there was there was not really like a, a very a to-be-continued type of uh, feeling to it. You had motherfuckers drop in like dead like disco in this bitch. Yeah. And not in that um, common sense of like, but maybe his little twitch of the pinky, like it was really true to its creator. It was the most sure. Kirby-esque property that I've sure. seen Marvel produce. But it, 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 it so uh, everything you said, I agree with elements of it, except a good movie it didn't make. Two and a half hours for this many characters alone, when you obviously already had the ability to do an eight episode series and again i feel like a common theme and and i'll 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 tickle the taint of a future conversation because i do think in the future we need to have an in-depth convo about in a world where movies are these kind of triumphant things just in general movies are almost becoming more special because only the Avengers and Spider-Man makes any money. Some shit needs more time to 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 captivate a general audience and sometimes a specific a specific audience. This two and a half hour runtime felt like two hours was getting the gang back together mm. after showing me the gang together for five minutes. Yeah. And I thought, again, never has a film done nothing wrong while doing it all wrong. I love uh, every actor I thought brought really, really specific elements to their character. And, I, and it was all fleeting. It was all gone before I, I got it. I mean, Icarus, right? Who not Superman? In a in a statement though, said and they name dropped Superman, which they is name weird. dropped fucking Superman. They named Batman. I didn't like Alfred. Uh, I didn't. I didn't care for that. That felt like get shut the fuck up to I mean, me but it was it, like it was inset you know it was, it was fucking non-stop it was, it was yeah it was it was but but they in an interview it was said that the character icarus would have taken a lot of cues from like a man of steel movie like which means oh, that motherfucker that the, was like play i i See, guess that's the what way, the quote was the and i was that, like 
I didn't see that at all. The way that it played out to me is like, in that universe, DC Comics are the comic books. Yeah, and which the I, I think characters are the real fucking could have been getting which, dirty in the streets. Which characters. could have been super interesting, except yeah. for like, Icarus wakes up. And is like, oh, I see a hot girl. Hi, I'm Icarus. And then even their love story could have been an episode, an amazing hour. Could have been those two bonding and falling in love. And then he fucking rolls. Or his heel turn at the end of the film was like so... Well, this came no out months fucking, ago. Spoiler no, alert. No one, no one reacted really to anything that fucking happened. Yeah, but you saw and, it on your couch. Like, are you saying that Jameson didn't react? Jameson's yes. like, I saw their fucking heel turn coming a mile away. This felt to me like a better executed Justice League movie, which was always a bad idea because the formula of let characters be introduced and get to know them so that you care when shit happens, yeah. they skipped that. And the, the, the rush job of the Eternals, in my opinion did nothing but devalue them. And even in the post-credit scenes, mm. I felt like everything felt rushed. So Black Knight, I was holding out hope because I knew who he was cast as. Yeah. I love the little hints of the Black Knight that happened in the film, make up with yeah. your uncle because the fucking mm. world's ending. Was all great. The fact I that- like, I, and For a I, second, I'm like, is, is, did I start, don't look up? Like, what the fuck is going on for a second? <laughs> Yeah, it felt a little bit like that. Only like bad, like because don't look up is good. Um, but the fact that it's it's Mashala Ali is the guy who tells homeboy not to grab the sword. I'm like, don't introduce Blade by his voice. Even that to me felt like left of center. Because famously, Blade and Black Knight were part of this like team fighting evil, which running, on paper. Like, give me that fight, inject that movie into my balls. Yeah, but the fact that I, they I didn't did it with like wrong with that, everything like, it, about it well, felt the thing, that was, tiny. That was, uh, they like took this beautiful concept in yeah. every single way. I felt like every element about it was made small. They but, introduced but, me so, to characters, they killed characters, so, so and me, I didn't have enough time to enjoy any of it. Let me let me clarify then, only because I, I'm truly like a, I'm 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 not sure. Um, what your ultimate point is that if you took this story, storyboarded exactly the way it is from beginning to end, this happens and this happens, uh, then the fucking, uh, uh, then the fucking, uh, the, the, whatchamacallits, the, uh, the naughty guys, uh, they're gonna adjust and you're gonna find out that they're not really that bad, that really, like, you know, it's technically like, well, we thought were the good guys or the bad guys, like, oh, what a twist. Um, all of that stuff, love story. You know, buildings like, oh, this one's going to drop. This one's going to die. He'll turn at the end. So you take all of those elements, same amount of characters, all that jazz. But if you took that and you accordioned it, like you fucking straight up Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> like all the way as far as you could and made a series out of it, single series, maybe two seasons, that would have solved Charlie's problems with it? It would have because okay. everything on paper was was good but it was so rushed okay okay and the parts that they did kind of the parts that they were a bit masturbatory with uh -huh. was like they're eating lunch i was like guys are you fucking 
kidding me? Like, they name drop a character, and I'll avoid some spoilers, but they name drop, like, well, this character's in love with that character, and that's why they're going to do this thing at the end. But I didn't give a fuck because I was told. I was not shown. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm not arguing semantics. I'm not saying that there weren't looks or clues. But, again, you take any singular story element from this movie, in my opinion... Mm-hmm. and dedicate 40 minutes, an hour to it, and it's better for it. Angel- Angelina Jolie's character has a massive issue she's dealing with that we see on screen for two minutes total. She adopted 52 fucking kids, and now she's a single working mother. It, it's God, not a thing. A, that's a movie that needs to happen. I'll, I'll watch it. Um, it's, it's something that not only doesn't greatly impact the end, um, it's not resolved... It's it they again, if you even made the Eternals film about when they show up and they set up like just their namesakes throughout mythology, that movie would have been fucking gangster. Yeah, but that's a totally different movie. Now may I counterpoint because Please um, do. I would love to have enjoyed this movie. Well, that's well, another me, important thing. Let me let me ask I, you, like wh- what did you what were you? What were you? I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to hijack it. What did you want to throw to me with? No, no. Say, say your point. This is no, good. I, I, I like I the train no, of thought. I don't want to hijack. What did you want to throw to me with? Um, the the the. You know, I'm 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 like in space right now, so I like barely remember. Um, mainly, mainly with with your feelings on it. Do you not feel like we were shortchanged a, a plethora of? Of story elements, you didn't feel shortchanged at all. No, no. What uh, about the villain? I, I the villain they like set up this interesting villain, and then he's just gone too. I see, but hey, that—that's the thing too. Like the the. Uh... Oh boy. So so in other words, the the villainous species, they. They do have that moment. Now, I, I get where you're coming from, where it is if this was a fucking uh, a TV series, like episodically, they would have those little beats to end an episode on, where like it ends up being just like, okay, next scene, next scene, next scene. That's how the, the movie seems to have been built. Uh, and there were, traditionally, when I see something and I'm like, nope, this was a TV show. And for some reason, they fucking made a movie out of it. Or vice versa, because that, that works. Uh, that train goes in both directions. Like a Japanese fucking bullet train. Like there's two heads on the beast. Um, so it, it works in both ways. I didn't feel that way, mainly because when they cut, they cut to a different storyline. So there were multiple storylines going on throughout the movie. And I don't want to break down a movie. because No, no, that's, that's, that's boring. Plenty of people that do that with... Way yeah. more facts in front of them. Without question. But my, my point is this. Just, just a counterpoint where you said, like, well, this happened and I didn't give a fuck. And mostly when we talk about stuff like that, it's because a character dies. Here's the thing, though, too. You are so entrenched. I mean, you specifically, not the proverbial you. Charlie Rivera is so comic book movie um, f- uh, fucking, you know, uh, fluent that you're like, okay, this section here and this section here, especially with a movie like Eternals, like obviously we know we're not going to be seeing Eternals 2 
at this stage in the game because of whatever for whatever reason we might see other characters pop up here and there because that's how marvel does it the aspect of this that i that i really really liked was that it was self-contained whereas almost everything that marvel does now fucking requires it to be a bridge to something else so something like um something like uh, um multiverse of madness fucking multiverse of madness fucking uh wandavision like yeah they have their own little things but it's not a it's not a fucking end around it's not a cul-de-sac and when you get to the end of that story there is a very definitive exit left here for the next thing and they literally do it you'll fucking see you know well see wanda next and 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 I love comic book movies because I love comic books. I love that element of like fucking next month. There's going to be more. Uh, there's going to be more uh, adventures for me to fucking drop my money for. But movies in particular don't have to be that. And so you appreciate. I, I get I that. I appreciated uh, her take on it. We're like, no, this is now. And even though they reference the snap, they reference fucking not taking uh taking a part in and that's what i really loved was fucking who Oof, we know i hated is gonna that explanation being... dude no no excuse me the way that they fucking did it the explanation is one thing but the way that they did it and if you do want to get into the fucking weeds of storytelling wait if you're going to tell any story the people in that story already fucking know what's going on when you, the audience, drop in, you're like, hey, what's going on around here? They're not going to stop what they're doing. They're like, oh, welcome to the party, Charlie. Okay, we're Eternals. <laughs> no. So what ended up happening is we got fucking Jon Snow. Was like, hey, what's going on here? I just thought I was going to get a little action. What's going on? Um, I want some of that eternal robot poon dang. Fucking James Franco has clearly established I'm not allowed to date my students. So I'm going to have to stick with uh, Cersei over here. But... He ended up being that force, which I fucking loved because like we that. know that he was gonna go on. Uh, he is gonna go on to have his own blade tastic uh, adventures. Uh, I wonder if Blade is there to sue him for fucking uh, naming rights. He's like, oh, the Ebony Blade. He's like, the Ebony what, motherfucker? <laughs> I love that. I, I I found my thread though. As my time winds down, the yeah. question I I really wanted to ask you, especially now knowing that this satiated, this scratched the itch it was going for with you, and I'm yeah. stoked about that. That's the other thing. I take no pleasure in like when I dislike something. I want everyone else to fucking have loved it. Yeah. I'm not just, I'm not in the convincing you there's more bad shit hold guy. Hold that thought. Just hold that thought because this is this was the question I, that I wanted to really know. What do you think the ultimate fucking takeaway from Eternals was? Like, what was the overall point that you think that she wanted to make? I don't know. Okay, there you go. There you go. I it I, didn't I'm make not, me feel I am anything. Not Sherlock Holmes, but I may be the only one left here that hasn't played him. I would say that your <laughs> irritation at the movie clouded you to the movie itself. I would Maybe. challenge you to do this at some point. Rewatch it, because fucking it's it's already there. Rewatch it, and I want you to play a game. Pretend that it is not connected to the current ongoing Marvel Cinematic Universe. The stuff that they're referencing could fucking be anything. 
Really yeah, could. name drop shit. Yeah, forget it. Like if they reference something that happened, the only thing that really matters that they reference that's that you know carries over is that IKEA tables will fall apart with almost no energy exerted. I can speak from experience. Um, but yeah, I, I I would ask you rewatch it and then get back at me. But pretend that it's not connected. Done. And don't worry about anything else. Be like, this is a movie at the end of two hours and whatever. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'll be happy to report that out. Here's okay. my question for you as oh, my sure. time winds okay, down. Okay. Um, because I did finally find it, and especially okay, okay. considering that you uh again, you were satiated by this film, what it was I trying was. to do, did it for you. Is it there a... any um, is there any uh, comic book movie, let's keep it to recent memory, that you think would have been a dish best served as a series? Doesn't have to be comic book. Just what's one that, like, really you you almost were scratching your head at, like, we have the option. Disney Plus exists. HBO Max exists. Why the hell are we rushing this? Yeah. Um, I you know, we 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 talked about it like to a certain degree how certain characters have had numerous projects, um, but seemingly in this like current age of storytelling, make a movie, make a movie, make a movie, and it's somewhat recently that longer uh, storytelling uh, efforts are super fucking rewarding. So, like the, the best example that I can think of off the top of my head is Westworld. The adaptation of Westworld was a, a movie. Now, thinking of the concept of Westworld now in this era of HBO fucking TV uh, showmaking, um, you're like, two, even two hours, like two hours to fucking tell a satisfying Westworld story? Are you crazy, man? Have you lost it? Um, it so took, what, two seasons to reveal the man in black? And then everyone, even the people that predicted it, were like, "What?" Yeah, like I mean that that show was a ton of fucking fun for the for the guessing game of it all, and like, oh, commiserating and all and all that jazz. Like that, you know, like serial storytelling that way is is episodic storytelling in that manner is like so great for the for. That's the type of storytelling that I insist. On. Like, don't give it to me all at once. If they fucking drop something like the first two seasons. Of uh, of Westworld and like as a fucking dump, I'd be like, uh, I it would have been the the television equivalent of after Thanksgiving where you're just sitting there, belly all bloated, pants open, hand down your crotch. You're like, oh, when do the fucking lions play? I'm sick. Make me a Sammy. Like it would be too much. It would be too much. Like that's that's the type of storytelling that you, they have to, uh, that that they really have to fucking drag out. But, and I talked plenty about this when this happened. I don't think I've ever talked about it here uh, in this forum. Growing up, and I'll keep this short, I promise. I know time is, is, is uh, what it no is. No worries. Um, growing up, one of my all-time favorite movies as a kid. So much so that I carried the daggone fucking straight-up aluminum lunch pail. Clash of the Titans. I loved me some Clash of the Titans. That would make an uh, amazing series. Oh, fucking awesome. Now, now here's the thing. When they said, oh, shit, 
We got a new adaptation coming out, and it's gonna be the fucking uh, the kid from Avatar. And I, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm sure I'm getting those orders wrong. But it's the guy from Avatar. And um, oh yeah, we're gonna adapt some stuff, and now we're gonna have some fucking like like uh, uh you know fucking Ben Grimm genies walking around. Like what they did with it, I said, what? And they had the audacity to make two of those fucking atrocity movies. Clearly, I was not a fan. Of the movie, uh, the current uh, movie reboot, but that would be my answer. Give me the true, the true, uh, the the, uh, the true to the uh, mythology version of that story. Fucking Perseus, versus oh. Titan versus Titan. That's the way you gotta fucking get down. That's the only way to stop the Kraken, don't you know? You need that Medusa head, son. You want to talk about like a fucking a mid-series finale? Oh my god, yeah. He loses his helmet in the swamp. Oh, Calibus, you ugly summer bitch. Like that would be such great uh, episodic storytelling. Um, and also, look, comic books. We, we talk about comic books, obviously, first and foremost. Comic books are the current mythology anyway. So, yeah. so what we're already learning is that that type of storytelling very much works because when you come back next week for same bat time, same bat channel, you know what you're gonna get in terms of like the yeah. the if you don't know what might be next in the plot points, you know what you're gonna get, right? And something along those lines is so so uh, uh, rife with details. That's what real uh, uh, like like seasonal storytelling really needs. It's, it's the minutia. It's the details. And Eternals, to go back to your point, Eternals was broad strokes. The reason why you really did not need to know to the... Like, oh, what's fucking Mer- Cersei's middle name? It don't matter. You walked in. Even if you didn't know these particular iterations, that's why the Jack Kirby of all matters. He fucking did this story twice. And sure. also, after even the first, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, and I totally get it. Yeah, aliens and they fucking help us out and totally got you. They're like new gods, totally get it. Yo, the aliens come down, they help us. So, so we already knew them. This was a broad uh, strokes movie, which is the reason why you didn't need to get into that tiny. Movie. I I do think the I movie should have. I, 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 I do I do think the movie should have made sure I knew which one was Cersei. That's my main complaint, my dear brother. Before we tell everyone to make out sure, with brother, don't you know? To make sure they like, comment, subscribe in whatever form they're watching this. Leave a comment, tell a friend, all that good stuff. I do have one massive spoiler on the other side of Eternals that I think is undefendable, but we'll talk about it in the future. Thanos is a fucking robot now. Dumb as fuck. I hate Eternals. I hate movies. I hate every single one of you, but my dear brother. That's my angry brother. Other than my hatred boiling over as we end the show, what is the only way that we end every single episode of U.S. Comics Cast? First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. And then you got to, ooh, tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl. She's a robot, too. We out!